Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. And Holly is asking this question today. Holly, why are we asking people if they saw, I mean, I kind of don't know why, Top Gun Maverick over the weekend? Hi! Way to the, the danger zone. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Did you see Top Gun Maverick over the weekend? I know some of you did because it is the highest grossing movie released on a Memorial Day weekend ever in the history. Ever of, in the history of major motion pictures, Bradley. Wow. Top Gun Maverick grossed over one hundred fifty million dollars in North America alone, far exceeding expectations. I think they were they being, you know, Hollywood insiders thinking maybe 80 to 100 million dollars. That would have been fantastic. Biggest opening in Tom Cruise's career. He's been around Hollywood for a hot second. Yeah. And it it hasn't always been an up uh, hill or upward trajectory for Tom Cruise's career. So he was able to knock another one out of the park, apparently. Yeah. And also really good word of mouth. Also, the nostalgia factor. People love the original Top Gun. And this movie, Top Gun Maverick, wasn't even a sure thing because there is a story about the director, Joseph Kaczynski, saying he had to fly to Paris to pitch Tom Cruise for a half hour on why doing a Top Gun sequel would be worth it. Well, he obviously knew what he was doing. And he got uh, all the right points out because Tom Cruise decided to do it. 651-641-1071. We've got a few people on the line. Holly, let us hear from Pat, shall we? Hey, Pat, did you see Top Gun this weekend, and what did you think? Uh, We did see Top Gun, and it was the first time back in the theater in years. And it was really exciting. It was pretty good, but it was just so generic and copy-paste of the first one. It was a little bit weird how identical it was. Oh, interesting. So you felt like it was very similar to the first one, even, you know, this many years later. Yes. And Pat, you said this was the first time in years that you were back in a movie theater. Uh, Do you think that it was worth going out of your house to see Top Gun Maverick? I do. It was a rainy day, so the theater was, I think it was sold out. And it was just fun to be back in the crowd and, you know, everybody reacting to the movie. So it was worth it. It was a lot of fun. And I I liked the movie, but it, it was just kind of boring if you think about it you know after the fact when you think about it it's like well what did i just see it was just top gun redux (laughs) yeah pat thank you so much for for sharing your opinions and calling to talk about seeing top gun maverick over the weekend holly i think that's interesting right like she enjoyed herself had a great time yeah first time out uh in a while in the theaters but yet was like i mean the movie kind of you know it's not the i mean 
copy paste she said yeah it speaks to uh the way that big movie releases are in 2022 in as much as it's just as much about the spectacle the experience of being in a enveloped in an experience for top gun maverick it's here in this fighter jet thing yeah and uh that you know plot whatever it's fine who cares Making it easy for you. Uh, Holly is on the phone. Not you, Holly. Another Holly. Hey. Holly, did you see Top Gun this weekend, and what did you think? Oh, I loved it. You have to see it. And I'm a big, huge Lady Gaga fan. So, And I'm also an artist, a new and up-and-coming radio artist. And I have a new release coming called Pool. But I'm serious. Top Gun is amazing. And if you want to ball your eyes out, Okay, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm warning you. It's, All so right, you, so you found yourself uh, brought to tears, Holly. It's a tearjerker for sure, and I always appreciate the Navy. Um, I wear my grandpa's cap every day right now because I miss him so much, and um, his name was John Kent. And anyway. Well, Holly, thank you um, so thank you so much for calling and sharing your thoughts with us about Top Gun. Um, all the best to you. Yay! Thank you. Um, again, six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you're uh, if you had the chance to see Top Gun Maverick in the theaters this weekend, Holly, one thing I will tell you, yeah, is I. I knew this was going to be big. Oh, no, Bradley no, Trainer, Hollywood analyst. The moment I knew this was going to be big, actually. Uh, when I spoke to my mother this weekend, she out of the blue was like, yeah, uh, her husband and her, we went to see uh, that Top Gun over the weekend or on Friday. I think they went to like a, a matinee on Friday. And I was like, you went to the movies? What? I mean, my mother probably hasn't been in a movie theater since uh, the pandemic began. At least I don't think maybe once. Uh, I don't know, but not like a big movie goer person. And I was just like surprised, like, oh, wow. OK. Yeah. Her husband really wanted to see it. So she was like, it was fine. It was good. You know, it was just nice to be back in the theater. And- right. Well, I think that the success of Top Gun Maverick, it's it, it has reached to people like your mom. And I don't think I'm going to make a bold assumption, Bradley, that your mom is not a person who goes out to the movie theater to see Marvel Cinematic no. movies the first weekend no. that they're out. So this has really captured people's imagination. And yeah, we have hmm, an interesting relationship with Tom Cruise in as much yeah. as it's, it's it's there's a lot. there. So I will say, like, if you have paid attention to, you know, the the controversy surrounding the Church of Scientology, um, you maybe look at Tom Cruise a little differently. I think yeah. the general public has moved on from that. Any yeah. attention they were paying is long since gone. And even if they still are, think critically about the Church of Scientology, Tom Cruise's connections seem to be somewhat attenuated in that clearly it did not hurt the box office at all. No. And Tom Cruise has positioned himself over the years away from his personal life. I mean, we don't even talk about Tom Cruise in terms of his personal life anymore. He has become so fully focused in the public narrative on being Tom Cruise, colon, movie star, capital M, capital S, that watching the press tour for Top Gun Maverick, this is a very old school, old Hollywood rollout. It does have that feel, right? Of a blockbuster movie. And for the past couple of years, other stars of Tom Cruise's caliber, thinking about people like George Clooney, Brad Pitt, uh, have done those old school Hollywood press rollouts 
to middling to no oh, success at all. Absolutely. And they've what? tried, but Tom Cruise has managed to succeed in that. Tom Cruise is clearly still the top old school example of that that old school celebrity mm-hmm. and i say old school because it's really not that old because he was already like at the t- my point is like he inhabits a very unique role in hollywood celebrity yeah. dumb and it has not gone out of fashion or style in the way that many of his peers uh would not have been able to pull off mm-hmm. right yeah and by all means people just like this movie yeah they enjoy Will you go see it maybe maybe she maybe. says maybe I'm I'm very curious because people are loving it, and now I want to find out why they loved Top Gun Maverick. Right. I haven't even seen the original one. Oh, what? I got bored. How did you? I got same. bored. Really, Josh said same. Okay, same. Did you get bored, Josh? I, I haven't seen the first one, so I I, I get a lot of uh, I, I get a lot of slack from my wife for that, but. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, look, I, I, there are many films like Top Gun it that is I have on Netflix, never seen. By the way, oh, so okay. If you, if you haven't seen it, check it out on Netflix. All right. Thank you, Holly. Thank you uh, for giving us the opportunity, and listeners, thank you, those of you who were able to call in and share your thoughts about Top Gun Maverick. When we come back, well, the D bag hits just keep rolling in. Woo! Uh, the U.S. is thinking about, or the U.K. rather, is thinking about extraditing Kevin Spacey. And uh, Kevin Spacey actually has some thoughts about the matter, and we'll tell you what they are when we return right here on My Talk 1071. We've actually got some developments in one particular story that we have talked about on the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And Holly, the D bag in this uh, particular segment is Kevin Spacey. Ooh. Now, we know that the UK has authorized some, and I did learn something as I was reading about this case. The UK has authorized some charges against him. Hmm. Those charges will not actually be made until and unless he shows up and is arrested by the Crown prosecution. Uh, Well, because he's not in the UK right now, they haven't been able to do that. And then there was some question about whether or not he would be extradited to the UK via the United States, right? Because, um, you know, if he's not in the UK, they need to have some sort of treaty to, like, get him over there. And then there was some talk over the weekend about how the Crown Prosecution Service, again, this is the UK authorities, and I can tell you more about those charges in a moment, but the UK authorities have said uh, that they were thinking about extraditing him, but no word had been given. Well, we have a development. Oh, interesting. Would you like to know Oh, of course I would like to know. Okay, uh, we actually have a response from Kevin Spacey. Wow. Yes. Wow, and he didn't do it via a no. weird YouTube video no. that he posted in the middle of the night. With like a weird Frank Underwood uh, impersonation or performance because yeah. that's his character from House of Cards and he's done those weird videos on YouTube before. Yeah, with a little iMusic uh, situation going on. It's so weird. Uh, no, he actually responded in a statement to none other than Good Morning America. In a statement given exclusively to Good Morning America... Kevin Spacey said he is confident that he can prove his innocence against unauthorized chart or excuse me, against unauthorized charges on his credit card. No, against authorized charges brought by three men involving four separate incidents. So he is saying essentially that he's confident that he can prove his innocence uh, in regard to those four charges. Uh, that have been authorized by the Crown Prosecution Service. So I do have a question, a follow-up question with that. So if Kevin Spacey says that he will voluntarily show up, does that mean then 
once he shows up in the UK, then those charges will be brought against him. Yes, uh, because he would have to be in, you know, he at that point could be charged when yeah. he shows up. So and uh, just to to finish his statement, he said, I very much appreciate the Crown prosecution statement in which they carefully reminded the media and the public that I am entitled to a fair trial and innocent until proven otherwise. I mean, I see mm-hmm. what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. You're trying to say that you're innocent without uh, actually saying that at this point. Yes. Um, but the charges themselves involved four separate. This is what's so fascinating. Like he says he's confident he can prove his innocence. Right. And everybody's entitled to a fair trial. And, you know, again, presumed innocent until proven, pr- proven guilty. Yeah, that's how it goes. Law. Don't forget. <laughs> that's right. I know nothing about law, but I play a person who thinks they know things by reading articles from noon to three. Okay. Good enough for the, our purposes. Um, those charges, uh, he thinks that he can, you know, prove his innocence. But it's so, like, it, once you read the charges, they're all very similar. Once you read about the other things that he's been accused of over the years, and remember, there's an ongoing civil lawsuit against him by one actor, now actor, named Anthony Rapp, who claims that Kevin Spacey assaulted him way back, I think, in the 1980s when mm-hmm. he was just 14 years old. And then there were some a series of other allegations, some of which have been adjudicated by a court, some have not. There's a pattern here. Oh, so what you're saying is that, so going back to people who have been accused of similar behavior, I'm looking at Harvey Weinstein, I'm looking at Matt Lauer, is that like those people, Kevin Spacey has a behavioral pattern that... You can kind of suss out by reading these allegations. Yeah, also it's just Bill like Cosby. You, exactly. You yeah. can see this, you know, again, he's entitled to, you know, a, a presumption of innocence and will hopefully have his day in court. Uh, you know, hopefully I say for the victims, um, you know, who can be heard, because I just want to give you sort of a, a reminder if you don't remember. And, you know, for most people, why would you? Because you're not talking about this story, probably. Um, two of the alleged incidents took place in March of 2005 in London against one man. And then there was a third sexual assault, which allegedly took place in 2008 against a second man. And then there was a fourth sexual assault charge alleged to have taken place or charge that was based on uh, an incident that took place in 2013 by a third man. There were uh, those four charges are authorized. But as I said, he can only be formally charged upon his arrest. Mm -hmm. But there's another charge, which I think a lot of headlines probably zeroed in on because it's the most disturbing. Another of the charges that was authorized against him causing a person to engage, quote, in penetrative sexual activity without consent is alleged to have happened in 2008 against the second individual Mm. so again all of these things this wasn't you know 40 some years ago this was in 2008 up to i think 2013 or 2005 rather up to 2013 all of these charges and it will be interesting to see how it all plays out yeah kevin spacey has been an elusive figure for years the last time we saw kevin spacey wasn't he he was somewhere in europe Doing things with people. Literally, it just like he was out and about, and I don't remember the country, but Bradley, you brought that story to us. Also, Bradley, something that you brought to us that we haven't talked about on the air, Kevin Spacey doing low-budget movies 
And the one that he's starring in, there was a trailer that was released for it where he stars as some kind of stalker, killer, villainous uh, person that is quite disturbing. And this is coming from the same company that did uh, Lindsay Lohan as a werewolf movie. Yeah. yeah. Peter 5-8. Is that the one we're talking about? It's an all new thriller starring Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And uh, it was looking for buyers at Cannes. Yes. Filmmakers released the first footage. And uh, to your point, it's it looks like a terribly, terribly low budget film with Kevin Spacey. Yeah. So Kevin Spacey somewhere, somehow is finding work from people who want to exploit his celebrity. And I mean, I guess it's kind of a, you know, a little mutual benefit. He gets oh, money. Absolutely. They get exposure for their projects. He doesn't just get money, though. He gets sort of career, you know, the the, the patina of career um, uh, rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he right. he's like, oh, they're doing stuff with Kevin Spacey again. He must be OK, because before he was toxic based on all of these allegations and in some cases trials that were. Uh, you know, brought against him. Right. Now, we'll see if anyone actually wanted to buy that at the Cannes Film Festival. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. But I am looking forward to the developments in this case. And again, he has said that he will voluntarily appear in the UK to face these charges. More on that when we get it. In the meantime, we've got crazy, stupid idiots just around the corner. Dumb people doing dumb things right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071 and um, people doing dumb things. Thank God for them because otherwise we wouldn't have a segment we like to call Crazy Stupid Idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why, Holly? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of... Florida! Is that where we're going? Yes! We are going to Florida. America's swans. Well, buckle in. (laughs) Or unbuckle. I want to tell you about a guy. In Florida. In fact, a 64-year-old retiree, and he was arrested Tuesday for allegedly doing something. His name is Charles Hickson, and he was busted Tuesday afternoon for blank following an incident at the Sunset Beach in Tarpon Springs, Tampa. Mm. Tarpon Springs, Tampa. Tarpon Springs. So what was this retiree uh, doing at um, I told you at Sunset Beach. In um, I feel like since uh, I feel like there is something to do with his wiener being. Oh, he was just doing that. Is that what you were suggesting? Yeah. Maybe? Just like right out there on the beach. Oh, this is what we would call a speed don't. Uh, <laughs> what time of day was this? Well, it was... Uh, uh, sorry, I asked a question. You probably don't know the answer. No, it was in the afternoon, Tuesday afternoon. Oh, okay. Does the time matter to you? Well, I don't know. Like there's an appropriate time. <laughs> if it was like, you know, 9 p.m. Uh, well, hey, the rough. sun might be down and, you no. know, and the uh, shorts might than, be up. Uh, oh, yeah, no, in this case, the shorts were down and oh. something else was up. Oh. That's nasty. Thank you. <laughs> 
64-year-old Charles Hickson was busted Tuesday afternoon for indecent exposure. Uh, Apparently, he was in the water about knee-deep wearing a Speedo, according to all sources, when he pulled down the front of his swimsuit and... It was just so inspired by nature that he just decided to go for it. <laughs> he did. Unfortunately, while holding it in his hand, he was staring and grinning at a 28-year-old lady ah! who wanted no part of that. The no. woman, apparently the victim said that uh, she'd made eye contact and <gasps> described... I'm not describing what she described. Anyway, the moral of the story is there were witnesses and he was arrested when they arrested him <laughs> what what I just, now i want to know how she described it well okay she described his <laughs> as being large why and similar <laughs> to the color of his body <laughs> which is That's interesting nasty. but also <laughs> okay appropriate yeah uh-huh. I think she was saying because his body was tanned, so that was oh. tanned too. It wasn't like So this wasn't his first God. time at the rodeo is what oh, you're saying. Yes. Yes. Because if if little what's his name? What's the Near? guy's name? Oh, I mean, <laughs> did you forget what they're called? Well, we'll just call Lil Wiener. Well, Lil Wiener. No, Charles. Lil Charles. <laughs> I just saying, like if little Charles is is imagine Big Charles, that means that little Charles, this isn't his first time out and about. No, which is disgusting. No, Ugh. no, unfortunately, a witness, uh, a witness told police that he saw him with his hands at his crotchal area. Uh-huh. Uh, further, you know, uh, confirming what the victim said. Now he was charged with the exposure of his sexual organs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he denied that he'd done anything uh, and said he did not intentionally expose himself to anyone. So perhaps he implied that it was an accident. What did he say? He was going deep sea fishing and he got his tackle out? He was like, I'm going to catch was, a marlin. Or, you know, there was a barracuda in my pants. I had to let it out. No, he did it intentionally, clearly. Well, at least that was what the victim assumed. And he was charged with the misdemeanor and was released early yesterday after posting a hundred and fifty dollars bond. Nasty. Just to say it. That's nasty. Where are we going next? We're going to Paris, France. Ooh, Paris. This very fancy Bradley. And in fact, we're gonna get so fancy in our next story that we're going to the Louvre. Ooh, not the Lou, the Louvre. Yes, the, the, the museum. Yeah, we're not going to a Biffy in <laughs> Paris. No, we are going to the Louvre Museum. And it's what happened over the weekend that was a little concerning. Okay, what happened? Um, lots of art lovers were out and about at the Louvre at well, the museum so. going to see priceless works of art. Uh, when a bunch of folks who were looking at the Mona Lisa, mm. you know, Leonardo's masterpiece, yeah, were caught by surprise. Oh, no. When one of the people looking at this uh, at the Mona Lisa, okay. it was an elderly lady in a wheelchair. You know, she wanted to get closer. People were kind. They were like, "Yes, ma'am, we will allow you to get closer oh, to the." Sure, you know, get kind. yeah, it's yeah. very kind. Turned out, Bradley. Oh no, it wasn't a lady at all. What? It was a guy. No, who threw cake uh, at the Mona Lisa? What? Wait, a guy threw cake at the Mona Lisa? Yes. Why? Wait, sorry, Julia wanted to know. Oh. Oh, wait, where did she go? She's uh, above your uh, legal uh, 
banter. Why? Why? Why, Julia? Well, it seems, according to reports, that the guy who threw cake at the Mona Lisa, it was some kind of climate protest. Okay. 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 But all you did okay. is just smear your cake. He smeared cake on the Mona Lisa well, for climate on, change? Yeah, but not on it because, Bradley, the Mona Lisa is protected. Okay. The, there is glass. There are situations. Okay, so he slathered the glass with yeah. cake? And he said, this is about the earth. Why? Yeah. He said, think about the planet. Okay, but aren't there better places to make that statement than the Mona Lisa? Although, I mean, I guess you got attention. everybody's telling the story now, yeah. so I don't know. I just, I feel bad that, because you know that like people at the Louvre, then they got to clean all that stuff yeah. off, and they're like, geez, I just. And it's just like a packed situation there. Well, and, then, and I'm of sure course, it's annoying most days with just the like constant waves of people thinking, you know, this is. Yeah, I mean, think about what the Mona Lisa thinks about all oh, of this. Gosh, she's probably really bored. Yeah. I mean, just look at her face. That's not expressing anything. No, you can only guess. What an enigma! Do we ever figure out who that is? No. Isn't she like the wife of an Italian merchant or something? Could very well be. Okay. There's lots of mysteries. I think I read a book about it. It's called The Da Vinci Code. I bet it's oh, based on a, real life. That's a great book, actually. <laughs> and I do love the follow-up. And uh, I love the, the yeah the Tom Cruise movie was good too with Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise Hanks. Yeah, no, they have become one. <laughs> Tom Franks. Uh, anyway, so the Mona Lisa is fine. Um, allu- so they the- cleaned off the frosting is what yes, you're saying. Yes, they cleaned also, off what the what a frosting. waste of cake. I mean, thank you. It was cream cake. How about cake. like, come to my party and we'll talk about climate change and we'll eat cake. Yeah. He could have like baked beans or something that nobody cares <laughs> about. Beans. Potato salad. Yeah. Uh, the Louvre did make a statement yesterday saying that the Mona Lisa did not suffer any damages. Thank you. And that this guy had hidden the cake inside his belongings. That is so weird. Now I just feel like they're going to have cake detectors at the Louvre. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, ma'am. No. No. <laughs> we uh, uh, No. All right. Where are we going? Okay. Uh, last up, I would like to take us to Cameron County, PA, where an Emporium man, that is the city, the city of Emporium, is facing multiple felonies after authorities say he attempted to steal something and then something else. Mm. And it's where and what he stole, where from and what for Mm -hmm. he stole Mm -hmm. that earned this story crazy, stupid idiot status. Now, I'm going to tell you, the Emporium is not just a city. There's also a barracks. Like a military? military? In Emporium, and that's where he was. So I'm he, sorry, I'm I know it gets it's really tough. So the guy went to the the general store near the barracks, and it's what he decided to steal yeah. at the store in the barracks that mm-hmm. will change our lives. Yeah, he forever. stole two things. One of which was like what, and the way he tried to steal it, and you're like what? Okay. One of the other things was normal, mm-hmm. but um, he tried to steal Slim Jims. No. Uh, he, bigger. Bigger than a Slim Jim. Um, a double D battery. Um, he tried to steal the entire slushy machine that was in the general store. Why are you at the general store? Just I don't out of know, curiosity. because what else is there at the barracks okay. that no, you could steal? Actually, well, thank you for pointing that out, because there are lots of other big things at the barracks. I mean, I suppose that it is, I mean, weaponry. Yeah, I mean, we're getting there. 
Something um, that might carry weaponry? A truck? Well, that's the first thing. So the first stole thing he stole was a truck. And then, get this, troopers say on Thursday morning, authorities were dispatched to the barracks for a report that a man, identified as 39-year-old Michael Roberto, was attempting to steal a pickup truck from the parking lot. Rude. They then say he left the barracks uh, prior to troops arriving on scene, but police said at the same time there was a helicopter that was landing at the barracks. And troopers say they witness Mr. Roberto sprinting towards the aircraft. Mm-mm. So first of all, like, no. don't sprint ever towards a helicopter. No, as long unless you're like in a crouch. <sniffs> yeah, that's not going to end no. well. No. Authorities say he attempted to access the cockpit of a landing helicopter. Oh. Thankfully, was kept away by the pilot, whom police said had to hold the doors shut to keep him from getting inside. Why would you try to steal a moving helicopter? What's this person on something? Oh, Holly. (laughs) I feel like that's another statement. almost like you've been here before. He was taken into custody with drug paraphernalia found on his person and appeared to be intoxicated at the time of the incident. He is now facing felony charges of attempted theft and risking catastrophe, as well as reckless endangerment and disorderly conduct. Wow, I don't think we've ever heard of anybody being charged with risking catastrophe. Right? That's intense and could lead him into federal prison. Well, so. All right. From crazy, stupid idiots to our favorite game of the day, which I'm not going to be able to join you for, Holly, because I got to run. Where are you running to? I'm running to Twin Cities Live. You better get going. I'm going to co-host with Elizabeth today. I'm very excited. So if you're not doing anything around the three o'clock hour, uh, come join us on Twin Cities Live. Maybe listen to a little Lori Julia. Watch a little Twin Cities Live. But when we come back, you're going to have a special guest to play the throwback live right here on my talk. One oh seven one.